I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. Frank Skinner. Radio. So look, I'm I'm sorry. I know I'm supposed to be like you know the cynical comedian type about the royal wedding. I was working when the royal wedding was on. Yeah. I got home. My girlfriend had taped the ceremony, and then we had a row about the fact that she hadn't taped the balcony kiss. That's oh. how I am about the royal wedding. That's the best bit. Yeah, I had to, I had a car waiting for me. I had to wait till uh, four o'clock news on Sky and see the balcony kiss before I uh, before I went. Oh, you've got to see the kiss. Oh, God, both. Both mm. kisses. The first one, I felt it was one of those slightly dry lip kisses, and they said, let's do that again. I was a bit dry-lipped. <laughs> they did. Well, Andrew Neil complained about it. He said exactly that. He said, that wasn't long enough. They'll have to do that again. Horrible <laughs> yeah. old uncle. Oh, the idea of Andrew Neil as that. I'm going to go over now to Andrew Neil, our kissing expert. <laughs> Horrible thought. All right, well, so I mean, you loved it, Frank? Yes, I, I've watched. I missed. I didn't see it live, but I've seen all the highlights, and I oh man, there's so much, so much to talk about. I loved it. What were your highlights? Well, first of all, I think she's a complete babe, Kate. Mm. Can I say that? And I, I mean, she's a strong, independent, modern, twenty-first century woman. I mean, look at that thing when he turned up when she was doing that when she was uh, coxing the rowing team for the charity rowing race, and he turned up after the split. And she jumped mm. out the boat and swam right across. That didn't the... really happen, <laughs> Frank. You know, it happened in uh, William and Kate the movie, and I'm taking that. I'm seeing that as a kind of a documentary. That's no. one of the best Sunday afternoons I've ever spent. I was completely not bothered about the royal wedding. I watched William and Kate the movie, and I thought, now these are my people. I know these people now. They're in my life. No, you can't swim in rivers like that. You'd get vials disease. All the rats urine. Oh, thanks for bringing us all down on a day like today. (laughs) Miles disease. We're we're talking fairy tale (laughs) wedding here, not rat urine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there was so much. I even got tense about the ring not quite going on. Oh, that Um, was a tense moment. Even Mm. though I was watching a recording of it, and I knew if the ring hadn't gone, obviously there would have been just martial music on all the the channels. It would have been like when the Queen Mother died if the ring hadn't gone on. (laughs) That was almost as tense as what will Gary Goldsmith be wearing. Ah, Gary Goldsmith. Who's Gary Goldsmith? He's the he's the black sheep. I don't even. Think, did you watch Uncle. the Royal Wedding? Yes, I did. I didn't see Gary Goldsmith. They okay. weren't wearing name badges. <laughs> it should have been. That would have been. Am easier. I right? Am I right in saying that uh, Prince William had the wrong hat on for that uniform? Well, he had a sort of Pete Doherty black... back in the day. <laughs> yeah, red he had a military red, jacket. Everything was like red. And, yeah, exactly. And then he had like a black... It was like he'd maybe stopped off for a cup of tea at London Zoo. <laughs> One of the keepers had come in for a cup of tea, put his hat down on the same table. I imagine at about midday at London Zoo, someone was saying, Bill, how come you're wearing the red hat? And he said, what? Oh, blimey. How has that occurred? <laughs> Yeah, but uh, David Beckham made a protocol mistake as well because he put his OBE on the wrong lapel, didn't he? Oh, did he? Uh, come on, we've all done it. <laughs> I didn't mind though because oh my god, how good looking Frank! I felt sick. He was so good. He looks CGI now. He's so good looking, and it's Bex. And she, yes, I felt like, even when you said the name, I felt like I was all overcome. I've gone off Beck since he's become some mindless puppet for. The, the FA. You've gone off him since he got so good looking. Jealous much? <laughs> no, it's always, uh, it's always been. No, he's got more ridiculous. I liked him when he sort of did stuff like, you know, played proper football. 
That's what I like. No, I don't care and also, that. Prince William, he had Spurs on in Westminster Abbey. Spurs. Yes, I noticed Spurs. that. Harry had them as well. Are we still talking football? He had Spurs on. He yeah. had, really? You know, proper spinning Spurs. I imagine, I imagine him at the party, a bit drunk, <laughs> half eleven at night, slicing <laughs> pizza with his heels. <laughs> I didn't mind then, but you're going to have to trust me on it. Those of you who watch this, uh, those of you weirdos who watch this on the webcam, mm. I'm, not, I'm not sure about you people. Actually, I think you look a bit, um, you're a bit of a Kate. Uh, oh, well, that's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. No, yeah. he was talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just like somebody who likes Harry Botang Fastics. <laughs> Do you know she's a big fan of Harry Botang Fastics? Yes, oh, she likes God, them. Yeah. There's this one scene, right, when all the fat, he's already said, like, you know, just call me William, which is a bit of a. Actually, I'm, I'm back in the movie. Yeah, back yes. In the movie. Didn't really happen. And there are trees inside, trees inside in the Abbey. Bit shopping centre. <laughs> didn't yeah, like well, that. Yeah, thing. I'm surprised they didn't have some youths, some hodded youths sitting onto them. <laughs> I thought... Beer. The sim- bit Brent Cross, that. <laughs> the it's symbolism right. was, this looks nice today, but if you keep things in this enclosed environment, it will shrivel and die. Oh. So that was the imagery of the trees. Oh, God. I so get that did, wrong. Not only did he want it, but he absorbed <laughs> it on a spiritual level. Someone's mm. just texted in 886 that jacket was Zulu. <laughs> it wasn't yes, Zulu. it was. Yeah, that's, it was what, that's, that's what Harry sash. said, wait until you see the whites of her eyes. That's when they turned around. <laughs> so what yeah, that, poor yeah. thing I do. Oh, <laughs> Why they sang Manavala? Because she <laughs> came up the, uh, up the aisle. Oh man, I I thought the best bit. If she really wanted to make a name for herself, when when they were doing the thing, and he said, "Do you take this man William Harold Louis, or whatever he was to be?" Path of Louis George. Yeah, <laughs> for richer, for poorer. She should have said, "Yeah, right, <laughs> that's gonna happen." Mm. And then she'd have been all around the world as a famous person. Anyway, I think I've got the wrong wedding out my system. No. Oh, okay. One three one says, "I'm um, the trees inside with special branch." That's Aww. brilliant. <laughs> the bri- Already our listeners are on top form. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. You can text us on 8.12.15 about anything you like. Mm-hmm. We've probably already lost half the listeners who were just sick of the Royal Wedding, but not Frank. No. Oh, the ring, the tension of the ring. You've even been watching it during the break. I'm starting to think that, that they, hadn't, they hadn't bought that ring specially for it. They just had a load of rings. I'm starting to think that, that the royal family are the people behind cash for your gold. <laughs> you send it to them and they've just got they've just got loads of jiffy bags and they say, can there be a ring in there? Go on. They, they didn't measure it up. She's thin enough. She'll, anything will go on. My The bit that melted my heart towards the whole thing was I was, ci- I, I was, I was cynical about it and then I read, and this might not be true, but I read that um, William gave her a special ring, like a secret one, as well as the one from his mum, an engagement ring beforehand that had inscribed on it, My Darling Princess Ordinary. You've been watching that movie again. Hold on a minute. (laughs) My Darling Princess Ordinary. Well, I'd really like that. (laughs) I'd really love if someone gave me a ring that had the word ordinary (laughs) on it. <laughs> I oh, it would all be off if I yeah I should think so as well. God, Frank, we've had a text. Oh, in. darling, you're so ordinary. <laughs> Frank, text in seven oh seven. I can't believe you haven't mentioned Beatrice's hat. Oh. You see, who stapled that on? <laughs> I like the right. wacky hat. I thing. did as well. Yeah, really? Eugenie and Beatrice, they looked absolutely psychotic, and I loved them. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> what does the one? Mad makeup smeared. Yes. They look brilliant. Stripper heels. There's one of them. I can't. I can't remember which is which. They they they, they mingle into one. But one of them has got the most royal family face. That's Beatrice. Could, is that Beatrice? With the most. If you got all the royal family faces and put them in a blender and then put it in a face mould. That would be. It's got the every, all that you can see. A bit of Andrew, a bit of the Queen, all in there. Now the massive mouth and all that. Yeah. The mouth. She has a mouth <laughs> which actually goes off the edge of her face, a bit like she's wearing a big false mouth. But I like them because they've, they've decided. No, we're not sexy. Let's go crazy. Let's be the, cra- <laughs> let's be the crazy princesses. Crazy gay. Yeah. 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 In but, the olden days, they would have been locked in the tower, but it's nice they let them run free. But it now. made a change as well. I like that they had slightly mental clothes on as well. <laughs> Better than mm, they were. There was a lot of ice blue and taupe knocking around. Oh, there's a lot of like taupe. Them. What yeah. is that? <laughs> it's like a beigey colour, Frank. You know that colour? Beigey. Uh, nude. Okay. Oh, nude. I don't have time to explain these things to you people if you don't know. <laughs> Did you? Th- there was um, a historian that they kept having on, a pretty young ginger lady historian who was called Kate Williams. Oh. oh, I know her. Really? I met her once. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. She's, she's the sexy historian. Yeah. yeah. You know, Starkey's <laughs> the grumpy historian. Sharma is what? the has he been in a fire historian. <laughs> and she's the sexy historian, yeah. And she's got the perfect name for the wedding, yeah, Kate no, Williams. It's I think like... she wasn't called Kate Williams before. Or was she not? She, she was changed? called Diana Charles. <laughs> <laughs> Um, up until quite recently. Yeah, I'm starting to think that she's just some sort of cynic. She hangs around that deed pole office in a very suspicious and sly way. Mm. I'll tell you something as well. That sash that William wore. Oh. He, he, had, he had a sash across. You're into the details, yeah. Frank. Well, I'll tell you why I noticed it. Because it had the RAF wings on the top. It looked exactly like an international rescue sash as worn <laughs> by the th- Thunderbirds oh, yeah. people. Yeah. And he works in... I knew he worked in he rescue. Works. I'm starting to think he might be undercover for international <laughs> rescue. Oh, wow. He's no, got a bit of the, you know, Tracy's look about him, the, like the enormous head. and Yeah. Yeah. yeah he has. There is something of that. Hair's going there. If I'm um, going to be absolutely honest, go on. when I, I mean, the highlight for me was when they drove off in the sports car. I thought it was one of the sexiest, most 1960s. <laughs> really? It was Very like, cool. oh, man, it was like James Bond. That was just brilliant. But if I'm going to be absolutely... And there's nothing perfect in life. As West Bromwich Albion manager Roy Hodgson said <laughs> after a game, uh, after we lost against Chelsea, uh, he said that the Chinese always tell us that no tree grows all the way to heaven. I thought, how oh, brilliant for a football manager to mm. say that. And um, that can be said of I was I, the boldness did slight, slightly spot <laughs> the day. It's slight, slightly, slightly spot the day when they were in the sports car. I thought I, I, I want them to look like a beautiful young, the perfect couple. And the boldness is just making me a little bit anxious around the shoulders, a bit tight at the shoulders. <laughs> I know what you mean. There is an element thinking if he'd have only done it when he was twenty-four and he looked like a Disney prince. Yeah, exactly. And the, it would have been and perfect. If there's any young men here who's thinking of popping the question and they're going slightly thin, I. I think you can learn from this. <laughs> Do it now, now, now. It's all right, now. Gareth's done it already. Because those those How wedding pictures will be around for the rest of your life and it just doesn't look as good. I'd have kept the hat on in the car. He probably thought that the wind will get under this peak and uh, off it'll be and that'll be a terrible moment. But no, it, it impaired the day. Let's say, not, not say it's bolted. It, ju- it took 2% off. This is Frank Skinner. Frank, a um, couple of texts in about the royal wedding. Darren. On age 12, 15. Perhaps I should get a jingle that uh, that does that. Don't you have one? On age 12, 15. 
something oh. like that. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll think. I'll give it a bit of thought. I mean, that's just obviously that's just a rough draft. Why don't you get Marky Smith to do one for you? Eight, twelve, fifteen. He's not the sort of bloke who uh, does a good turn. In no, that manner. I suspect you're right. He'll do it for a pack of fags, though. I reckon. <laughs> yeah, um, but you Dar- can't get wild wood by it. Frank. Did anyone see the black horse that bolted? It ran with the rest of the horses for a while, just like one of those riderless horses in the Grand National. That's from Darren. Did you no, see the horse? You see, because I only saw the highlights. They, they didn't show that. Can you believe they didn't see that as a highlight? The, the, bol- the, the horse throwing the bloke. But I do love that in the Grand National when the horse... Because I, I always imagine the horses, they don't want to run. They're being forced by these small men. <laughs> and then, and then the, ho- the thing comes off and the horse goes, no, I'm, I'm actually of my own free will. Look at me. I might, I, might, I might suddenly go left or stop. That's my business now. And the other horses are thinking, oh, I wish we didn't have the little man telling us what to do. Look at him, he's loving it. With his reins blowing free like... Um, what was that song by Marianne Faithful? The eyes of Lucy Jordan when she threw Paris in a sports car with the cool wind in her hair. That's what those horses are like. They're like people who are just... No, not like people. They're sort of... They're four-legged. They're quadrupeds. They're hairy quadrupeds. They're not at all like people. They just look happy. <laughs> What's the question? What is a horse? <laughs> what is a horse? Well, you'll find a horse is a horse, of course, of course, unless the horse is a talking horse, and then, of course, the horse will be the amazing Mr... <laughs> um, um, there's oh, another text Sorry, I'm one... a bit overexcited. The whole wedding thing has just took me to a high pitch. I know. Um, Duncan from France said, when I saw Beatrice... Duncan from France yeah. needs to be more precise in his geographical... <laughs> he, uh, did yeah. in- he did include um, Combray. Combray? I don't know how to say it. So That's in Wales. It. No, in line it says about in France, France Vida Betise. Okay. Yeah, this is why I didn't say these. the French names. Why should I? Duncan's <laughs> all over the place. Yeah, but he knows all about Anyhow, what's Duncan he got to me say? Cooking, not language. Um, when I saw Beatrice and Eugenie, I looked for their sister, Cinderella. Which oh, is very no, cruel. No, he's trying that. to bring down our monarchy, like, you know, just because you haven't got your own one. Yeah, what in Wales? French. He, he's, French. Hours. he's French. Oh, he's French, yeah. <laughs> no, what I won't they? have that. I thought they looked great. They were my favourite people at the whole wedding. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree. They were, <laughs> I thought, much more uh, Tim Burton's Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> yeah. Than, uh, yeah they, but they, Lady Gaga. Yeah. Mm. No, I, 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 I bet they're great fun, those two. Do you know mm. what I mean? Both of them. In, oh, in a sort yeah. of a cartoon world kind of a way. <laughs> I when men describe you as great fun, that's never a good sign. Well, I, oh, God. That, that means right? they get what they want on the first date, normally. Yeah, oh, I think well, they look like great I'm fun. I'm sure <laughs> if, I went, if I went out for a night with Eugenie and Beatrice, I'm absolutely certain. Well, I probably would get what I wanted on the first date, because it would just be them went. dancing <laughs> while I played the ukulele. <laughs> See, they'd be up for that, whereas Kate's too beautiful mm. to do something like that. No. That's true. That's true. Good bones. Um, Very good bones. Frank, um, I'd like to talk to you about something. <laughs> what, what have you done? done? What I, have you done? I, I think I need to play... Uh... Oh, no. Yeah, I, I like it. But it was one of my favourite things next to the royal wedding that happened this week. OK. Well, you're just going to have to wait. OK. I'm sorry, but, you know, I've got job to do here. I have certain <laughs> things in my contract. I have to play music. And I think that's fine. We all love music, because to live with that, my music would be impossible to do. <laughs> Frank on radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. John in Hounslow has um, texted in and says, Morning, Frank Emmengard. Did you see the cartwheeling verger? 
I was, oh yeah he was so relieved that it all went so well that he cartwheeled in the abbey no he wasn't so, so relieved that it all went the cartwheeling verger is a classical example of the church of england wacky cleric mm. and he did the whole thing with one eye on youtube so I, oh, don't be so really? angry. You're just angry because your friend Dr. Rowan Williams had a same dress nightmare with the Queen. <laughs> That's the only reason you're upset. Well, what's, what's she doing wearing yellow? It shouldn't you know? Eighty-five beige. That's the rules. <laughs> Lavender, I think you'll find the cartwheeling virgin. I, I, I love I the wedding. I hate the cartwheeling virgin. That, that's a fair summary of my uh, attitude to the whole thing. The only really funny cartwheel I've ever seen was uh, they did one of those big motorcycles <laughs> no, I, I wasn't there for that unfortunately the motorcycle uh, they did a motorcycle <laughs> stunt and uh, and it went wrong and the motorcyclist hit one of the stewards it was one of those blokes wearing oh, yeah. a white coat and he spun about three times into the air he wasn't badly injured in case you're thinking on mocking his ear but it was a great bit of spontaneous cartwheeling mm. that was pre-YouTube that guy was a purist Oh, so strict with cartwheeling. Oh, yeah. um, so, David rules Cameron... Rules is rules on cartwheeling. Fine. Da- David, David Cam- Cameron... I'd like to see him cartwheeling down a hill. Well, oh, he had his morning suit yesterday. He looked quite nice, actually. But, you know, I enjoyed, nearly as much as the royal wedding, mm. a little bit of the kerfuffle that he got himself into this week. Ah, yes. Do you know mm. why? Because it involved Michael Winner. <laughs> and I like things Winnerian. <laughs> yes, I really do. I, I'm a fan of all things Winnerian. Well, it was because, did you guys see this? You know, he'd said, yeah. he'd said, he'd said to is it Angela Eagle, he'd said, calm down, dear. I don't know if he said it in the voice. It, I it, hope it, he did. Kind, not quite now, but he did it. He, he, he gestured towards it. Can I say, Michael Winner, of all the celebrities I've met, he's the one probably least in touch with reality. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I said to him, uh, I had a little badge on, which was the two bowler hat. Uh, uh, it was lapel badge big bowler hat smaller bowler hat mm. it's the Laurel and Hardy um, society and he said oh do you like uh, Laurel and Hardy I, I said yeah I'm a massive fan of Laurel and Hardy he always said you should talk to Marlon Brando <laughs> <laughs> oh okay yeah I'll, I'll you've got his to, number yeah, yeah. Uh, Marlon eh, you're a big uh, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I don't can really talk now <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh, oh Michael. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, it was... Um, what did you think about that? Was it uh, well, equal, equal bit patronising? No! Was it because sexy? as Michael Winner himself said, the phrase which I created ten years ago has become part <laughs> of the nation's language. That's what Michael <laughs> Winner said. And I love yeah. him for saying that. Oh, come on, she's got to lighten up. She should have responded... She could have responded in a better way. She should have used an ad slogan back to him much better. But I just... I don't know why. Did you think it was patronising? Well, um... Yeah, I don't think I'd call anyone dear at work, even mm. in uh, even in a quote. If you're a park ranger. Yeah, and even then, I think I'd probably have personal names for them. <laughs> you know, they've got feelings. <laughs> you can have antlers and feelings. I think that's something that's we should what, all that's remember. That's what Beatrice said yesterday. Yes, and let's hope it's something that Kate and William uh, remember <laughs> when they're out with the shotguns. Mm. Mm. Thing is, if he wasn't being sexist, then he was just being one of those people who quotes ad slogans, exactly. which is worse because it means he's well, an that's idiot. true. But he could have been a bit more original. <laughs> being brilliant, he'd have gone. Then I would have thought maybe I'll vote for Conservatives after this. This is a great turning point. But no. Yeah, but at least in defence of people who do quote ad slogans, which I admit it's pretty, it is a pretty bad thing to do. Oh, Oh, simple. simple. Someone put that in an email to me the other day. Oh dear. They asked me. They said, "Will you do me this favour and I'll take you to lunch?" Simples. Deleted. Gone. Did did they never speak to him again? No. Gone. They spell it with a double E. (laughs) 
That's that's the worst sin of all. Simples. You can't, no, can't do that. But my nephew, Jason, did send me a text and said, sorry, I haven't been in touch for a long time. Um, work's been an absolute blur. Should have gone to Specsavers. Oh. And I did. I thought that was quite clever. Oh, OK. Well, yeah. let him off. But should have gone to Specsavers is one of those. They do. People do it all the time. What about if David Cameron had gone... Uh, when she's been heckled, oh, no, 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 going, oh, we buy any cars, <laughs> we buy any cars. That probably would have been, uh, I don't know if he's legally allowed to do that. So maybe, maybe we should have a phone in this yeah. moment, because I don't, I don't feel, I can't feel my people. I need to feel my people yeah. in, here, in here with me. So um, what, what, what are your um, favourite or least favourite um, ad slogans? Ad slogan. What really winds you up if pe- when people use ad slogans? Frank, I've got another one. Oh, go on. Does what it says on the tin. That Ron Seal one, that's mm. very top gear presenter. That's true, that is quite bad. Yeah. I think my worst one ever, ever, and I say, probably say this because I heard uh, Dr. Fox use it about seven <laughs> times in one show. <laughs> and that's, what's up? <laughs> oh, we kept saying it, and I thought, yes, I was right about you. <laughs> so if you've got any thoughts on ad slogans, um, well, talk to Frank. <laughs> This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily and Gareth. So we've been having some people texting in annoying ad slogans people use. Um, we've had one from 754. First series of 118 um, ads. A million idiots insisted on shouting, I've got your number, over and over ad nauseum. Not to me, they didn't, sadly. <laughs> no, even though they almost certainly had. <laughs> no, I don't remember. I've got the I've got your number element of the 118 Oh, I remember adverts. that. What you remember for? the look, though, don't you? I remember the David Bedford look. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yes. Ad nauseum. Google him. Okay. Frank, uh, Phil <laughs> says, my dad still says, hello, Tosh, got a Toshiba, whenever he sees my telly. <laughs> Respect. <laughs> I like whenever he sees my telly. Well, that's the only telly he ever sees. Well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I <love> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I love a world where a telly is still a bit of a novelty. <laughs> Oh, brilliant. And 131 said, I work for Tesco's, and any time someone discovers it, I get every little helps. Of course. Yeah. Well, I used to work in McDonald's, and we would always say, oh, I'm loving it, like in a slightly ironic way while we were working there. You actually Just, said it in yeah. there. That's good. They would have loved mm, that. Yeah. <laughs> Except we didn't look like we were loving it. I used to work <laughs> at an insurance company, and we used to spend all day going... <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and people just got annoyed. I say I'm not even sure what that advert is for. I, I know think exactly it's what it's for. What's it for? It's a bank. Is it a bank? Well, you know, there you go. What's the point of having an advert with no words in it? Because <laughs> could be an advert for ham. Exactly. They don't advertise ham as much as they did when I was a boy. <laughs> they not. No. Yeah. Or powdered egg. Um, <laughs> now, did you have a row, Frank, with Kath this week? I thought you might have. I had a bit of a row, yes. We had quite a big row. I don't um, want to get involved, but I heard you had a row. Well, um, yes. What happened was, uh, Kathy's my girlfriend, in case you, you, you're new to the show, because, we, we, you know, we've had a few uh, nominations, chasers, <laughs> junior new. <laughs> and I love it. Welcome. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, Kath is, uh, is my girlfriend, and um, we, uh, we went out, we went shopping. Now, I don't normally go to the supermarket, because I have people who do that, but they were on holiday, so we had to go to the supermarket. I had to do my own shopping. Has it come to this? Mm. Um, and uh, so I, I spent 150 quid in the supermarket. I mean, come on. 
Hello. <laughs> what were you expecting us to say? That's yeah. not that much. Yeah, well, the last time I went shopping, it was thirty-seven pounds fifty. <laughs> Actually, thirty-seven pounds and ten shillings. <laughs> it's expensive. It is expensive. What but was I that? A weekly shop then? Was it? Um, it was kind of, kind of. It was. Mm. It was. It would. Uh, it was about four or five days worth. Because mm. you know, there's. Uh, bear in mind, it, it's not just. Uh, it's not just me and Kath It's at not home. just the two of you. Yeah, because uh, I don't know if I've mentioned it before, yeah. but my uh, my girlfriend's sister is staying with us at the moment. So I, I was I was uh, I was shopping for three. You know. Having said that, um, we asked her to do a list, and uh, it was basically just Cheerios. She had to do, she had to do her own list, like Big Brother or something. It's a bit well, weird. Yeah, I don't I don't want to impose my uh, food taste. Cheerios, you giving her hints that it's time to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I've got a 16 boxes of Cheerios which I assembled around the spare room. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, I got back and she said, "Oh, I, you know, I, I, I drove us there. I, you know, I, I was, I paid. I was the man. I was, I was the hunter gatherer." <laughs> so, uh, Cheerios. Driver payer. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I got back. She said, "I'll make you a cup of tea." I said, "Oh, lovely." I settled down to. Kath watch, said this. Yeah. yeah, I settled down to watch Britain's Got Talent. And uh, Kath came back with a cup of tea, um, and uh, it looked a bit it looked a bit of an odd colour to me. And also, there was a knife in it. <laughs> oh dear! There was a oh. knife. Sort of Don Corleone. Exactly. I mean, what was it? Some sort of veiled threat? <laughs> was the blade facing upwards or? Yeah, no, the no. blade was in, and the. Ha- okay. and well, I was think that's out. what he did to potential victims. Honestly, <laughs> I've heard something like that. It's a mafia thing. If, Honestly, if you can imagine a very domestic version of the sword in the stone, <laughs> <laughs> it was like that. And the light, it was one of those knives. I don't know what the official name is, but the one that you'd use uh, that for, for butter spreading. A butter uh, knife, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that what they're called? Because yeah. you don't want a very butter sharp knife. knife. You yeah. don't want a sharp, especially if it's a serrated edge. I don't know if you've ever spread it, spread butter with <laughs> yeah. a serrated edge knife, but you get you get. It looks like um, it looks like a ploughed field. That sandwich. <laughs> I feel I should be eating raw vegetables on it. <laughs> so anyway, um, and then when I tasted it, I said this tastes strange, and I thought maybe oh. uh, maybe there was something left on the knife. Maybe it's just in soak yeah. the knife. Mm. Um, Oh, she said, oh, I thought I'd use up the UHT. Oh. Now, I've just spent £150 at the supermarket. Can I say, I've had three Sony nominations, I've got my own TV show, I have international representation, I have to come home, I have to drink tea made with UHT from a mug that I have to stir with a knife? <laughs> this was the nature of my speech. It was like, look back in anger with Richard Burton. I gave an enormous rags-to-riches impassioned speech. I have fought my guts out to get away from drinking UHT that I have to stir with a knife. And off it, I was absolute. Oh, you I was were a off. martyr. You were uh, off like the uh, horse at the wedding. Oh, man, it was... Uh, is that going to become a new phrase? <laughs> How come oh. you had UHT in the house? Well, exactly. And the whole idea out? of I, I wanted to use it up, like, you know, UHT, it ain't going nowhere. <laughs> That's fancy. We could have said that'll do when we have people around at Christmas and the UHT would have been all right. Frank, 437, she was making you a knife cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> and she said to me, she said, I, I, come, I made, I made you that cup of tea. Like, she was the martyr. <laughs> She almost said, I, I, in brackets, was from scratch, I felt. <laughs> I measured that cup of tea with no assistance. <laughs> oh, it got very... Oh, Frank. Oh, tense. Frank, 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 Frank,
Frank Skinner. I know, but why a knife? <laughs> there was, you know, obviously there weren't any clean spoons, but there were forks. Surely a fork. To me, the fork is the next of kin. No. Of the spoon. <laughs> oh, that's infinitely preferable. A fork. Well, a fork is just—it's a—it's an aerated spoon. I've always mm. thought that. Oh, really? A knife is not—it's not, it's not, it's not the same want... species. Well, okay, it's cutlery. You could conceivably eat a moose with a fork, <laughs> but not with a knife. That's how I'd judge I judge it. If I was going to eat a moose, I'd just break the antlers <laughs> off and scoop. <laughs> but Frank, we have had a text in seven nine six. Be thankful, Frank. She's keeping you grounded. Well, I'm inclined to agree with that. Grounded? I have to say. UHT milk and stirring with a knife is not... Gr- that's subterranean. Yeah, but it's tapped into your childhood issues. Well, it that's has. That's what it is. Yes, I'm, I'm sorry, but... I don't have a problem with UHT milk. I've done my time in UHT hell. <laughs> and now, we used to, we grew up on Stera, which was like the early version of um, UHT milk. It used to come in a thin, a sort of swan-necked glass bottle. Oh. And that so was... short for sterilised? Yes. Oh. Uh, no, short for Stella McCartney. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Anyway, um, you could the th- the big advert with Stella is because a lot of us didn't have fridges. You didn't have to put it in a fridge; it would keep it would keep fresh. No. You, you could just leave it on the side. No. UHT, you could you could leave in your will, <laughs> and it would last. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'm afraid it's caused some controversy, this knife tea incident. Well, it certainly did yes. in our house. I don't think we spoke for 24 hours on the strength of it. Well, Bill oh. says, Frank, simple solution, make your own tea. Well, yeah, actually, that, that was a solution um, that came up during the <laughs> argument, oh. if I remember rightly. Along with, I'll never, ever make you another cup of tea as long as I live, was another one. That's good. Um, no, another lie. <laughs> Made me about four since then. <laughs> 009 says, stir with a knife and you stir up strife. Mm. I didn't. Apparently, yeah. I didn't know that. Is that, an, is that yeah, that's that one that, that made that's, up? That's no, a, that's a real one. Well, that's... Uh, that I mean, true. You wouldn't think that's one that, that's used that often. It's, I'm glad I've given that bloke an opportunity. Is it a bloke <laughs> or a woman? Or is I it just a number? 009. Mm, 009 sounds like a man. <laughs> um, yeah. Although perhaps the 00 suggests some sort of breastage. <laughs> Who can say? Sorry. Yeah, just trying to, I like to think there's something in the number. It's a numerological approach. <laughs> we just don't give their names. They're like, they're like brothers and sisters to me. I want to know who they are. Well, it's Gareth. Gareth started it, you see. They've got very into this, this whole number thing. Yeah. Um, but it's a bit like, you know, the prisoner. Mm-hmm. I am not a number. I liked... You sounded a bit like Anne Robinson there, which is good, because I... <laughs> <laughs> you did. Yeah, was, I am not a number. Um, and Patrick McGowan were... Well, they were made from the same mould. I think we'd all agree that. She's, she looks like she was made from mould. 131. Has the knife tea incident been blade to rest yet? <laughs> oh. See, that's the other thing that worried me, is that, that if, if it had been... You never know how sharp those knives are. Mm. And the bag, the bag was One still in... I, didn't, I didn't mention that, by the way. The bag was still in the cop. Oh, oh you didn't mention that. No. I mean, <laughs> I, I, do you know, I was totally on Cathy's side, I often am. In this instance... That the bag is tipping things not in her favour. Well, and the thing is, I didn't know the bag was in because we'd already had the row, and I, I thought I'll have a go at this cup of tea, and I'd rather make one myself, uh, even though there was a fresh, a mm. fresh pint I'd just bought in the fridge. So I drank it down a bit. There was there was the tip of the the tip of the bag. The bag operate like an iceberg, often two thirds below the surface, mm. and I could see it was sitting on the edge of the knife, like oh. like an enormous. Turkey on a on a narrow a big wire boulder. fence. Yeah, 
that could have split that bag in two and then I could have choked. What about that? Exactly. It wouldn't even be sitting here now talking about but it. you know what, Frank? Let it go. <laughs> OK. OK? Instead, I would like to talk about Anne Robinson because apparently she's leaving The Weakest Link. Good. So, <laughs> I have to say, I, I really don't. A face contorted by vanity and spite. How dare you? The Daily Express. <laughs> I really do, I like all celebrities in, in, in one way or another, either because their terribleness is amusing or whatever, but I, there is a terrible coldness about Anne. I imagine she stirs everything with a knife. Leather jacket over the age of 60. Um, is she over the age of 60? Oh, I'm tell? sure she is. How old is the woman, Gareth? Have you any idea? I, I have no idea. Oh. Looks like she stirred her face with a knife. But I know you don't like her, Frank, but the good thing about her departure, another good thing about her departure, is that they reveal some of the worst ever answers on the show. You know, sometimes people say such stupid things in those situations, and mm. some of them I really enjoyed. So, for example, what is David Blunkett's current occupation? Blind. Yes. Name the, long, name the long-running TV it series about pensioners. So, sorry, long-running... Name t- the long-running TV series about pensioners. Last of the Mohicans. <laughs> <laughs> but if you think now of all the Mohicans are... <laughs> you see very few cowboy films mm. with, um, with Red Indian pensioners. Can you say Red Indian? No. Hold on. Just, Native no, American. Native, with Native American, Native American. Uh, it's not as good, is it? No, I know. No. But nor, is, nor is Prince William's hair. What can you do? Things <laughs> move on, times change. Where was the recent Winter Olympics held? Taunton. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> Which part of the human body is closest to the floor when we are walking? The head. <laughs> and my favourite, what tea are people in a house paying to a landlord? Terrorist. <laughs> I like it when people get things wrong. Yes. Like a little girl in one of Laura's, my wife's classes, she's a teacher, um, she thought The Weakest Link was called The Winky Slink. I like You know, that. because Anne Robinson winks. Right. She thought it was called You Are The Winky Slink. Goodbye. <laughs> the but, Winky Slink. The Winky Slink. But you, I mean, surely she, if that was the case, she would, she'd say, I am The Winky Slink. <laughs> <laughs> she is very much The Winky Slink. <laughs> well, the Winky Slink. <laughs> yeah. Very winky slink, that one. I don't know quite what a slink is, but... Um, I don't know, but if, if the cat fits... That's what she is. Yes. Frank, do you well, know what, though? The cat doesn't fit now because her, her head's gone down three sizes, the operation. I don't want to judge those people too harshly. No. Because I played a board game with my godchildren this week, and there was some extraordinary... Oh, I always use counters. <laughs> <laughs> you, you were in some Alice in Wonderland-type setup. There were some extraordinary answers flying around. You were a clue at one point. You were a clue. I was a clue? Yes, you were Oh, a God, clue. what was the answer? Well... Do you know the board game Articulate? No. Oh, dear. Just to I recap do. very briefly. So um, you have to describe something. So, for example, if I said to you, and you would have to guess it, so I'd say, absolute radio DJ, first name, same as Michael Jackson's rat. Ben Jones. Very good. Okay, yeah. You're getting yep. this. Exactly. That's Articulate. The trouble is, with my godchildren, they're so young, they haven't heard of any of these you people. haven't heard of Ben Jones? Well, not Ben Jones. He's not in Articulate. But Frank Spencer... <laughs> <He's an adult>. <laughs> <laughs> The thing is, that game, I used to play that game with bits of paper yes, in exactly. dressing rooms at comedy clubs, and somebody thought, oh, I'm going to turn this into a yeah. board game and make money out of it. They've mm. made money. Well, I mean, what next? Are we going to buy a hopscotch kit? <laughs> Not but Frank. My goddaughter didn't know who Frank Spencer was, clearly, because the clue she gave was something Skinner, for the first name, yep. Cash Dis. <laughs> 
cash dispenser. Oh, Manx. I see. I, I mean, how difficult is that to guess? Yeah. Something's going to cash this. I think that's quite that's quite difficult. How do you get to Frank Spencer after that? I was imagine that that sounds like some bloke who uh, who's called Skinner, who, yeah. who's maybe some an economist who was <laughs> anti cash and used to diss it. <laughs> see, I'd be into a whole elaborate. Hmm. I'm going to have to play the fall and we'll okay. come back to your ridiculous game. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. So, um, ads that um, people say... That's ads that people say? This is, this is an anagram of this morning's phone. <laughs> you have to put it in the right order. Um, what well, about slogans from <laughs> yeah, ads that people right. use in normal yeah, conversation? Mind you for example, I've thought of one, Frank. First class return to Dottingham. Do you remember that? It shows my age. I tell you, that was that was by the um, Peter Cleal, was he called, who played oh. Doffy in uh, in Very Play good. Sir. There you go. Doffy. Very good. That's for tunes or something. <laughs> yeah, at, at first class we turn to Dottingham. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's, a, yeah it's a guitar mm. advert. Yeah. So people would shout that at you if you had a cold. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Whenever anyone says Accrington Stanley, you go Accrington Stanley. Who are they? Exactly. <laughs> Um, uh, but beautiful, um, beautiful. <laughs> I, was. I could have been. I was almost on a ferry across the Mersey. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Cornwall, originally from Halifax, says, "Morning, can't stop my saying. Of course you can, Malcolm. Um, which advert is it from? Whenever someone says, I, my dad says that. Whenever he says Malcolm, he that says, must. Of course you can, oh, does it? Well, that must have been a cold cure because he used to. She used to say, "Oh, Malcolm, the mother," and then this guy would be going, "Oh, mum," and he'd got some sort of heavy <laughs> nose cold mm. thing. That was that be one. There used to be, I seem to remember, quite a lot of adverts for cold stuff, and that doesn't doesn't happen anymore. They didn't have flu. It's all anything. computers now. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, do you want to hear more about my game? Oh, I would yes. So what were you playing with your nieces? Uh, my goddaughters. Oh, okay. So um, mm. after something Skinner cashed this mm. gate, as I call it, <laughs> yes. um, then my goddaughter was trying to get me to guess someone. So she's describing him. She says, oh, my God, it's that really hot guy. I said, well, it could be anyone. I don't, I don't know. You have to give me a bit more. No, he's amazing. The re- You know, the really good looking one. I said, David Beckham. No, no, no. No, you know, he's, he's in a film. He's in that film. Ashton Kutcher. No, no, no. Carries on. Turns out it's Mr. Spock. He's not hot. I said, what, <laughs> Leonard Nimoy? No, apparently in the new one, it's some really hot guy playing it. Yes. Um, yeah, I, Leonard Nimoy was, I think, many adjectives over the years have been used for <laughs> Leonard Nimoy, but um, not hot, I don't think. Or was that time that they flew into the sun accidentally? Yeah. And, then, like, and then, Frank, I tried to... She had to describe a, an owl to me, and she said, the thing that delivers mail and Harry Potter. <laughs> I don't know what that is. No, that's quite oh, a yeah. one. I said a postman with a pointy hat. I don't know. I've <laughs> never read it or seen it. I was... Uh, I like the fact that I was a clue, though. I find that makes you were a clue, it was good. I think it's always better to... That, that's when you you know you've arrived, when you're in... I, I remember the first... I, I read... I was the clue in the mirror quiz word. Oh, I felt you? so proud. Or oh, did you get a centre square photo? No, they don't do that in the mirror quiz. Oh, okay. The mirror quiz. You're thinking puzzler. Yes, I am. Now, mirror quiz word is is I don't know what the the mirror quiz word is. A strange. You know, uh, Ken Barlow is supposed to have gone to university in Coronation Street. Oh. And in the pub, they saw him as this kind of weird. If ever there was anything odd what came up in conversation, that's someone to say, "Hey, Ken, you went to university. <laughs> you were seen as some weirdo freak brain boy." A bit like Graham Lasso. Yeah. Well, the, mm. exactly. Well, the mirror quiz word is a bit like that because it's in the mirror, which I think um, you know is a, is a red top tabloid, and it's the most difficult crossword. It's like general. Mm. Not, there's questions about classical music. 
I mean, and then there'll be one about golf, and then there'll be came second in women's javelin in the nineteen sixty four Olympics. I mean, the most difficult. It's in the mirror. I maintain it's never been completed by anyone. Oh. I got within one oh. clue of it once. One of the proudest moments of my life, and that was a postal district in New Zealand. I couldn't. <laughs> I mean, give us a chance. But absolutely brilliant. Mirror quiz word. Look it up. It's in every day. I'm not here to sell newspapers, but I am here to sell knowledge. Frank on radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. You can text us on eight twelve fifteen, and it yeah. can be about what we were talking about, which was about um, people using advertising slogans in everyday life, a la David Cameron and his um, "Calm Down, Dear." <laughs> or it can be about anything you like. It could be yeah. about um, paint shades. You know, also whether you like Odin Nil, <laughs> for example. Someone Frank has just texted him. Maybe Kath was playing a board game with you, Frank, and her answer was Earl Grey with the dagger in the teacup, <laughs> <laughs> which I like. In case you've just tuned in, I'm, I was talking about the fact that my uh, girlfriend gave me a cup of tea with UHT milk and a knife to stir it. <laughs> and I think it, it did stir it, big time. It's imagine, that's how I imagine sort of Jack Sparrow stirs his tea. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jim has texted in, said, ah, proper excuse to text you. Of course you can, Malcolm, was from a Vic Sinex nasal spray ad, and by an almost interesting coincidence, I used that very expression in a text this week and was trying to work out where it was from. I shall sleep better forthwith. Well, thank you very much for that. Of course you can, Malcolm. No, mum. So, anyway. Um, Michelle Heaton was in the paper this week. Do you remember oh, Michelle Heaton? Yeah, she used to be in that. What was that fabulous reality TV? Well, she was Liberty X. Mm. Yeah, but what was that one? Uh, oh. Scott Finger. Yes, I know, Lisa Scott Lee. Yeah, she she was a, uh, an occasional character in that yeah, Michelle Heaton. Yeah, I remember. Oh, really? mm. Yeah, that was she, before you got from... Sky. Was she oh, back? Yeah. <laughs> she bounced. She bounced back. Well, she's on holiday. Oh well, so it must be doing so all right for herself. Been, been on holiday for about seven years, <laughs> <laughs> and um, she's wearing a bikini. Mm. Okay, well, she in, was, you know, she was an attractive woman. Yeah, yeah no, and she's looking. She's I mean, looking she ain't no Kate Middleton, <laughs> but she's she's attractive, I'd say. Her, she's got those tattoos. You know, those tattoos that are mainly writing. Mm. Oh yeah, she's got those tattoos. She had something on. Does her she stomach, have a Gary which Goldsmith, I, which I like? If you spend, God will send. I don't know what they are, but they're quite. Uh, it's almost like these people, if I may use that phrase, are so fascinated at the idea that anyone can do double writing <laughs> that they want it immortalised. <laughs> anyway, what's she been up to? Well, her husband has tweeted um, a picture of her in a bikini and said, wifey is so hot. So he's... Um, oh, that's horrible. That's funny it. because I texted a picture of my girlfriend uh, and I put <laughs> knifey. So. <laughs> I think it, what's happened is the tea, it's, the tea, it's taken the heat from the tea. It's a metal handle, I had no chance. I don't like people that call their girlfriend... <laughs> don't I don't like, like wifey. wifey, it's horrible. It's nice that he still thinks his wife is hot, though. Yeah, but, but don't call her wifey. No, I know what you mean. Oh, awful. <laughs> it's almost at my worst is meant to go, my lady. <laughs> oh! Do they say that? Yes, I've heard like, a 70s DJ say that about a Swedish air hostess. My lady. I've never... <laughs> oh, I don't know. My dad used to call uh, my mum wife. What do you mean? He'd say, say, like, you know, oh, um, what time we having dinner, wife? He did not. <laughs> he did, yeah. He, oh, my yeah. goodness. Well, where's me armlets, wife? <laughs> he used to say. Armlets? He used to wear armlets. What are they? 
What's they're, that? They're like um, elasticated um, things with a metal finish that you you you, you wear on your oh. uh, over your biceps, and they they give you a nice uh, cough line below the jacket. Right? Yeah. Where's me omelets? He was a Mississippi gambler, <laughs> which wasn't easy in West Bromwich. So how you do couldn't you... get those uh, steamers up the canal? How do you refer to Kath then? You just say my girlfriend, don't you? Yeah, I mean it's uh, it's tricky, isn't it? Because when you're my age, girlfriend does. I mean that sounds a bit strange. Oh, I don't think so, Frank. I don't want people thinking I'm going out with some, you know, flibbity gibbet twenty year old. <laughs> I think that's the nice way. That's the nice way to refer to because partner sounds a bit like mm. I don't know. You're in business well, that together. Would make people ask other questions as well. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. If 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 I said my partner David Furnish, <laughs> that's what I think. When I hear the word partner, I think David Furnish. To me, he's the only partner, <laughs> and everyone else are just imitators. I always like when people say my squeeze. Yeah, I don't oh. mind that. I quite squeeze. like that. But the thing is, I mean, you know, me and Kath have been on and off. Um, you know, nine you, on if, ten. Yeah, if you count the uh, knife in the cob off for about a day, <laughs> um, on and off for ten years or mm. so. You know, so mm. I, squeeze. I, I, I wonder if I could extend that and say, call her my embrace, which suggests an advance. You don't oh, like that. Gareth doesn't my, like my, it. My enfold. <laughs> my no, enfold. It's too intimate. What do you say, Gareth? Well, you say well, my I'm, wife. Yeah, my wife. Well, my, you do feel funny saying my wife. I'm in the awkward t- um, situation at the moment. Yeah, but what do you we, say to her? Yeah. Oh, to her, um, I would say um, laws. Laws? Laws, for short for Laura. Which okay. is her name, oh. but it's awkward at the moment because we've got a little boy. Like it's this thing where you, I've started call uh, in front of him. I have to refer to her as mummy. Yes, uh, that does yes. happen. Of course, that's a little bit creepy. Yeah, isn't I it? don't like calling her mummy. <laughs> no, I, I don't <laughs> it's not know. what I've heard. It seems strangely <laughs> apt. Thank <somehow. laughs> I know no, I snapped I at Gareth this morning. I'd like to apologise on air. <laughs> oh really? Legit, what? Well, you are, did, you did said, he call you mummy? <laughs> no, he said. Have you got that newspaper or something? I said, I don't know, I'm not Laura. I snapped, oh, I know. I did say thank goodness. I know you did. And <laughs> so I said, I, yeah. I think that's okay. You can either have an apology or a comeback. Yeah, uh, Frank, uh, 131, I met my missus on the internet, so I call her Wi-Fi. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I met my girlfriend on the internet. I call her Fong Hai Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, we were talking about um, Michelle Heaton, rather alarmingly. Um, and <laughs> Someone's we were, got to. Yeah. We were asking people, words I never thought I'd say. Um, I think we're the only show on Amsterdam that yeah. doesn't talk about Michelle Heaton on a regular basis. It's about time we... Uh, oh, Ronnie's all over her. We joined in. No, I don't think he is. Oh, OK. <laughs> Wifey's so hot, is what he said. That's what? how he talks. Uh, Ronnie? Yeah. Yeah. Um... Five one four. I don't think he says wife is so hot. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, think I think there was a rift. We never oh, yeah. mention it at Absolute Radio. <laughs> but uh, we had a, we had a, a, me- a memo round that we weren't allowed to watch that series of stri- <laughs> strictly. <laughs> very very strict. I think. And also um, we're not allowed to uh, fraternise with the Crow Man <laughs> from um, <laughs> Wales of Gomage. Because apparently him and Ronnie would have a long-running feud. He stole he, his look. You don't want someone stealing your look. I think he actually he drove him out of at least three fields. <laughs> um, but we were talking about, because he referred to her as wifey, we were uh, talking about monikers. 
or uh, ways in which you would refer to your partner. I'm liking your new reader's start here. Yeah, Summary. I do. I like, to, I like to sum it up for them. Fabulous. 514, I refer to my partner as baby mother. That's, not, that's nice. Baby mother. But that, is this baby to mother. her face? Would he say, um, baby mother? Yeah. In a your dad stuff. Is this UHT? Is that what he'd say? Well, 424 says, my whole family always refer to each other by their relationship to them. So, wife, son... Etc. That's mm. from Tim. I oh, like that. That, that is brilliant. <laughs> That's uh, oh, it's like a Scandinavian movie. <laughs> it's brilliant. Um, one three one says presumably Gareth will always stay with his wife, which will make him law abiding. Mm. I nice mean, this like is it. they're they're pon they're, they're pon lovers. Probably going to use Our that. People. You're going to use that? Probably. Okay, you can have it on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. And we've also had brilliant tweets this week. Or people have been tweeting. No, well, you don't do Twitter. I don't. I, didn't, I don't have no trot with it. Well, you should. Uh, maybe you should monitor it because there's been all sorts of maybe gossip you should flying. Monitor it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> all sorts of gossip flying around on uh, the on uh, the on uh, the Twitter uh, about yeah. you, Frank. Well, that's it with Twitter. It is gossip, <laughs> isn't it? Mm. Breaking news: Wittgenstein revealed to have had love affair with Frank Skinner. Ah, yes. You have not mentioned that. No, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> I was a bit horrified when I saw that. Yeah. A few people have uh, pointed that out to me. Look, I was young. I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> I was in an Austrian pub in... Uh, it'd be about... Um, oh, I'd say it'd be about 1920... Anyway, I, he was a bit drunk. He was arguing about logical positivism <laughs> with a couple of guys, and my knees just went. I, I, I don't know what it was. <laughs> no, he was... Um, yeah, Wittgen... Wit Wittgenstein, you, some of you will know, the old, from the old uh, Monty Python song. And Wittgenstein was a beardy swine, he was always sloshed a schlegel, that one. Um, yeah, he had a, a gay lover called uh, Francis, Skinner, Francis Skinner, and they've only yeah. really found out this week, so found yeah. a lot wow. of letters. What a brilliant namesake. It is, yeah. I, 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 was, I was actually quite proud about it, because um, although I am a heterosexual myself, I always think that homosexuals have got a bit more coolness about them. They seem a bit like, they're a bit edgy and a bit different and a bit independent. Yeah, you know mm. what I'm saying? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I'm getting some secondary coolness. Wittgenstein said, if a lion could talk, we couldn't understand him. That was if him. a lion could talk, we mm. couldn't understand him. Yeah. It depends what language he was talking. Yeah. I imagine it would be some obscure African tribal tongue. I know he what he says. Hakuna Matata, that's what they say <laughs> uh, in the animal kingdom. Too growly. Well, I found Lenny the lion. I had perfect diction. I listened to him for many years. <laughs> Frank, we had another tweet saying, Frank Skinner looks... Hold on, hold on. It's Sandy Wartime. Oh, that sorry. stops everything. Sandy Wartime. If old age pensioner <laughs> just tuned in, it's wartime. Oh, my God. They'll be d they're underneath the shed. <laughs> God bless them for their joining in us. <laughs> Frank Skinner. You look like the Duke of Edinburgh was singing along to it on the telly. Yeah, but can you not tell people that we have the telly on? It's very unprofessional. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, watch it sometimes. Did you know that Kate Middleton was voted the third best-looking royal of all time? Who are the other two? Um, I think it was Princess Grace and... Uh, I can't remember. So of any Should nationality... Yeah, and wow. but of all time. Does wow. Princess Anne not get a look in? Uh, no. I've heard Guinevere was hot. Yeah, but that's it. They shouldn't have done of all no. time. I mean, you know, there's no surviving uh, pictures of Eric Bloodaxe. No. So for me, the whole vote's a sham. Anyway. Frank, remember I began to read you a tweet and then Sandy War got involved? Yes. Um, but the other tweet I wanted <laughs> to read you said... She's got a job to do, like <laughs> everyone else. <laughs> 
The other tweet I wanted to read said, Frank Skinner looks dead cute on the Walker's Chris packets. Massive eyes. Well, wow. ma- massive eye. I <laughs> <laughs> I've worked out recently that one of my eyes is getting a bit bigger than the other and it's, it's terrifying. You're I'm like someone on an eel's album cover. Yes. Well, just look like an eel. Oh. No, I, I, it's, uh, that's lovely, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. I, I don't like know that. if she means cute as an attractive or cute like a woodland animal. Cute. Either way is quite nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy to be slightly Sylvanian <laughs> if it comes down. It reminds me a little bit when uh, Michael Caine apparently saw his, his wife. Is it Shakira? Mm. He saw her doing a coffee advert on the telly. I remember the advert as well. She's very uh, bosty and low-cut in it, shaking coffee about. And uh, he's... He said to his agent, I really fancy this woman on the telly, but she's Brazilian, I'll never get to meet. And he said, no, no, she's not Brazilian, she's, she lives in Ealing. Oh, and, uh, and they met and married. It's all lovely. Well, why does this remind you of that, Matthew? Well, because um, I'm thinking that this woman probably, you know, is doing a similar thing. She thinks yeah, this bloke's un- un- unobtainable, <laughs> you know, he wears oven gloves all the time. He probably has severe scarring on the hands. And you're letting her know you're available. No, I'm not at all available. That's, <laughs> that's what spoils it. But, uh, yes, I do, I am very big-eyed on it. I should say that the people from Walkers did slightly tease my thyroid just before the photo <laughs> to get that look. <laughs> yeah, there was a, there was a probe used. I was all right with it. You know, you got to um, you got to make an effort. I, the other day, <laughs> this was a, I, I went out and um, I actually realised that I had the shirt. You know, I know I'm wearing a blue shirt on the crisp packet. Yes. Right? In case you don't know, I was recently on a crisp packet for comet relief. Mm. Um, and I was—I realised I was wet because they gave me the shirt at the end of the at oh, the end they? of the thing. Yeah, it's a bit of a treat. And and I thought, oh, I've got my crisp. I hope no one noticed. <laughs> you know, you know, you know those dreams that people have when they're out in the in in the packet in the crisp packet shirt, and they suddenly realise that oh. they're in the street. It was that. And I thought, if someone comes over and says, oh. Isn't that the shirt you wore on the crisp packet? I'm going to feel no, cheap. No, that's exactly what they want. It's a bit like if you saw Prince William, I'd want him to wear the Pete Doherty red military jacket <laughs> because that's how he is in my mind's eye now. I think that's a very rewarding experience, seeing you in the blue shirt. OK. Mm. See, if I saw Prince William, I'd want him to be wearing a big Elvis wig. <laughs> <laughs> Just to make him think, you know, oh, God, I've had enough of the jibes. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I, I kind of I like the... Um, I don't often get the word cute as an no. adjective, so I'm going with that. That was mm. my moment. I'm Lovely. pleased with um, <laughs> Rob from the West Midlands says he calls his wife Wifeo, and she calls him Hubbio. Oh. I don't know how he gets away with that in the West Midlands. It's uh, <laughs> hard to imagine. <laughs> Are you trying to tell me something, Emma? Are we nearing the end? We are. Oh. Oh. We didn't even get to talk about Kate Middleton's errant uncle, Gary Goldsmith. No. Well, that's uh, maybe, my... maybe another week. Okay. <laughs> what, the man from Maze on the Bang Bang? <laughs> Do, you know that? Do you know he's got a house in wherever he lives, Spain or something, called yeah. Maze on the Bang Bang? He has. <laughs> yeah, which is oh, a, a sort of house of sex, you know. Yeah. Oh, oh really? Gary. Gary. Gary, leave it. <laughs> he did look like a proper British bloke at a wedding, though. <laughs> Frock suit, shaved head. That's what you want at a wedding, isn't it? <laughs> I wish he had wraparound shades. I'm sure he did. Oh, God, I'm... Yeah, he had raps of all kinds. <laughs> so anyway, um, if you want to listen to Not The Weekend podcast, which is a podcast we do separate from this show, that'll be available for download on Wednesday, available for download. It's all computers mm. now. Uh, ben Jones is next. Um, I can't think of any other information that you need, really, other than it's been beautiful talking to you as ever. Love is in the air. Get out there. Enjoy the sunshine. And I love you all. Tina.
Bring me the axe. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.